Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today's episode, I want to talk about sales and particularly low ticket products and high ticket products because um, I don't see a lot of people selling stuff in the gaming space. Now, it doesn't mean that people aren't selling things. I mean, there's lots and lots of businesses. People are definitely selling stuff in the esports space. People are setting up, you know, apps and services and coaching. And even in the, the streaming space, people are selling merch and and uh, even coaching there. There's lots of people trying to sell coaching to, to uh, streamers. I actually just saw somebody the other day who was doing mindset coaching for streamers, trying to get them through the hump of, you know, feeling like they don't get any viewers and, and so on. And like, I guess I kind of do that myself, but um, so I'm sitting here and like, I, I said, you know, a couple episodes ago that I was going to focus more on um, my own business. Right. And I was going to kind of walk you guys through what I'm doing and what has always worked for me and my clients. Um, you know, if I had listened to my advice, I would have been doing this way back in January. Um, but uh, before I guess, I guess before I kind of get into it, the, the reason I didn't follow my own advice uh, was because when I started this, uh, I'm going blurry again. Okay, I'm back. Uh, when I first started the Gamerpreneur, I was basically a nobody in the gaming space. And in fact, that was like the number one criticism that I was getting from people when I was asking them to be on my show. I wasn't even asking them to like buy anything from me. I was just asking them to come on my show and have a discussion with me, talk business, talk sales. And the only question I was getting from people was, well, how many viewers do you have and how many, um, how many uh, followers do you have? Right. So how many views do you get and how many followers do you have? And like I had been focused on building other people's businesses. I had not been building a social media presence myself, although I did have, you know, certain social media platforms that were respectable. I had like 6000 followers on Instagram and I'd built that up over like two years. So, you know, there's people who've been trying for eight years to get a thousand followers and they haven't been able to pull off. So like I, I did all right, but I wasn't like, I wasn't trying, I wasn't trying to build a brand off of it. I was, I was working with other people. And so I focused almost exclusively for honestly, for the past year, I've focused more or less only on getting more followers and more viewers and uh, to some extent, testimonials. Those are like the three things that I've been focusing on. And now that I've kind of been at this for a year, I've got plenty of followers. I think I'm up to like 73,000, 74,000 followers. I get right on. Okay. I get plenty of views. Um, I get, you know, without any advertising, just straight views, I get like minimum of 200 views per video, like every single day. Um, some days it dips down like 150, but you know, 200 and it gets spent. I've been watching it creep up over time. And if I had put any amount of advertising dollars, I'm, I'm talking like $1, $2, um, I can easily get that up to several thousand views a day. And I can get, you know, 13, 15, 20, 30,000 views a week. It, it doesn't take a lot of money in order to get a lot of views. So don't let, don't let people like, well, how many views you get, like put you down. Like the, the numbers are completely asinine. You can get a ton of numbers just by throwing a little bit of dollars at it. Um, and the last thing I was focusing on was testimonials. And that came from doing uh, trainings, that came from doing coachings, that came from working with people, that came from doing live events and live trainings and just putting out lots of content and then letting people kind of let me know that they were watching my stuff and then trying this or trying that and having results for themselves. And so pretty much anytime anybody has posted on my page or messaged me or DM'd me saying, hey, Brad, thank you so much for doing that video. Like, it was awesome. I like, I got 
this result. I screen capture that and I ask if I can use it usually. Um, I screen capture that post and like I add it to a library of all these testimonials I have. And I've just been building them up because I know at some point I was going to want to switch to high ticket sales. Okay. And so maybe you're sitting there like, I don't know how to make money doing pretty much anything. Coaching is like the easiest thing in the world because if you know how to do something, okay, you know how to do it better than 99% of the rest of the planet. Okay. If you know how to do anything, you know how to do something better than 99% of the rest of the plant, okay? Whether, whether it's like making, you know, julienned carrots, okay? Maybe you know how to cut carrots properly. Most people don't know how to cut carrots. Like my wife has no idea how to use the knives in our kitchen. She doesn't understand that each knife has a different purpose. She just kind of hacks at it. I'm like, oh, please, my knives. All right. So like, I, I took cooking classes when I was younger. I took lots of art classes. I took all kinds of classes growing up. So I know a little bit more than a lot of people, but it doesn't necessarily mean I wanna teach anybody on those things. My thing is business, it's sales, it's marketing, it's that coaching side. I, I, like I said, I was a, I've been a coach for six years now. Uh, it's been six years now. I've been uh, a business consultant. I've worked with businesses. I was actually just thinking about this. I've actually referred over $2 billion of um, business needs two different funders and angels over the years, like $2 billion. So this is something I do know. And so what I'm going to do is I take this information. I want to show other people how to do that. And what I'm going to do is I want to focus on people who can afford me. Okay. Because uh, if you've been watching me at all, as I've been doing this, I like have a $9 products on my website. I, I do like, if you ask me for a call, like I, I give away tons of free advice. I get a ton of free advice away. At some point though, that advice has to turn into profit. Okay. You can't just give advice away. And I've seen people do this. Like when I was, um, back in like January, February, when I was still like still building the gamerpreneur, I was talking to someone who was advising businesses, specifically esports businesses on how to, um, to reach out to investors and how to position themselves to get investors to invest in esports. Okay. And his, like his thing was all he did was free consultations. Like that's like all he did. And he would do it over and over and over and over again. And it didn't matter how many times they wanted to talk. He like gave them a free consultation. And like, I'm sitting there like knowing what I know. I'm like, you, you have to charge at some point. And he's like, no, no, you know, I, I trust that someday they'll, they'll come. They don't ever come. No, no, you have to actually ask if you want people to hire you because that's just how it works. And so um, I will be switching my focus um, to some extent, like my advertising focus is going to be very heavy on um, uh, it'd be esports businesses, streaming gaming businesses, and um, mid-tier streamers, and um, well, I'll call them stream teams. Okay, so those are like my 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 target markets. Um, specifically businesses, right? I want people who are actually starting something up. They're hoping to get something going, but maybe they've never had the exposure to business before. Okay. And so I can come in, I go, Hey, let me have a free strategy call with you. And so it seems like I'm doing the same thing. The other guy is right. Like I'm going to have a strategy call. Not necessarily. Um, it's, it's going to be a sales call. And I'm letting them know upfront, this is going to be a sales call. Like all my ads are made like, Hey, do you need a coach? You want to know how to get clients? You know how to get more business. Come talk to me. I'll give you a free strategy call. And then on the call, I have a script. And if you don't have a script when it comes to sales, you need a script. And that's right in the beginning of the script. I'm like, hey, at the end of this, I'm going to, I'm going to essentially pitch you, okay? Uh, I don't ever use the word pitch. Don't ever, ever, ever use the word pitch. People don't like being pitched. Like, even though you know what you're doing, even though they know what you're doing, don't use the word pitch because it just turns people off. Okay, that's beside the point. So um, just kind of like 
begin this process. Um, what I did is I sketched out my plan. Okay. So I start with ads and then like, I'll have this system where it's, I'm going to be using a chat bot. I'm going to get them into the chat bot and the chat bot's going to send them to a website, make them watch a video. Then they're going to take a survey to see if they're qualified to even work with me in the first place. And then um, all kinds of stuff goes into this, but that's, that's the process. Okay. And so why am I doing this? Um, there's a saying in sales that it's just as easy to sell a, um, a $10 product as it is to sell a $10,000 product. And I'm sure somebody out there is like, how is that even remotely possible, Brad? Like that doesn't seem like, like seriously, like it seems like it'd be way easier to send, sell $10. Not necessarily. So when I was first starting I don't want to say sales because I was an attorney. It was my first private practice job. So I was in the, the private sector for the first time. And uh, it was like my first week. And I was meeting with clients at this, this law firm. And I had never met with a client before, right? I'd met with other attorneys. I'd met with um, litigants when I was at a court. I had done some work when I was in law school with people. But I'd never like actually tried to sell anybody. And so here I am. And I'm, I'm meeting with this couple. And I knew what the quote was going to end up being based on the, the structure the partners had given me. And it was like $5,000. And so I go through my whole thing. I tell them what we're going to do. And I have to quote them because you have to ask for the money. And I say, it's going to be $5,000. And they look at me and go, okay. And I didn't know what to do. I'm like, oh, you said yes. Okay. Um, let, me, let me go bring someone in who can like finish this because I don't know what comes next. Okay. They, they said yes. Like it was no problem. And I got lots of $5,000 sales at that law firm. I got $25,000 sales when I was at that law firm. Like I was quoting people very large numbers for work that we were going to do. And, um, you know, fast forward to, you know, when I was not doing so well, my wife had some major health complications. My daughter had just been born. She had some major health complications. Like our business was craving down around our ears. Nothing was going our way. It was really bad. Like just life was sticking it to me at that point. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just try to sell like a $10, $20, $30, $50 product just to try to make some money for my family. And by George, it was like the hardest thing in the world is to, to convince someone to buy this, like this small little thing. And like, I, I struggled and I tried and we, we tried all kinds of different advertising methods, different types of websites where I was trying different types of copy. Like it was just, no one wanted to buy my small dollar products. But then when I started like focusing more on my coaching again, and my coaching is necessarily a higher ticket product, I, you know, minimum I charge you know, if, if you're doing it like hourly, um, a thousand dollars an hour. Okokay. Um, so for a lot of people like their their eyes bug out when they hear that, like, yeah, it's a lot of money. But there's businesses out there who are making money every single month. Maybe they're making twenty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a month, but they're not quite where they want to be yet. In comes a business coach. I'm able to show them where they're able to go based on what I know, what I've done, and what my other clients have done. And if I can get them, say, $30,000 more sales every single month because they're paying me $5,000 a month. It makes sense for them to do that. Okay. So, so long as you can show people the value of what you're going to do, it's not hard to make the sale for a $10 product. It's kind of hard to see the value for $50 product. It's hard to see the value, but for a $5,000 product. And I'm like, this is how much I cost. I cost $5,000. I'm going to do this, this, and this for you. And these are the results that you're going to get. 
if the, if the disparity between the price I'm asking and the value that they're getting is that big and they can see it based on the testimonials I've had, based on the past results that I've had, based on my credentials, based on all these things that I'm, I've, I've accomplished already, it's, no, it's a no-brainer. So that's what you need to consider yourself. Like, what can you sell that would be high ticket? Okay. Because it is really hard. Honestly, it's really hard to sell small dollar stuff. It's really, really hard to sell people on continuity programs. And that's why you'll see people with like 1.2 million followers on Twitch, but they only have like 300 subscribers. And there's a ton of those people. All you gotta do is go like Twitch tracker and you can see all those people, lots and lots of people who have almost no subscribers, but tons and tons of followers. It's because it's really hard to convince people to join continuity programs where they have to pay every single month, even if it's only small dollars, if it's only small dollars. So, you know, what can you do for a person, for a business, for other, you know, entities that will bring them a ton of value and, just, okay. I was asked on a podcast that I was interviewed on, oh God, this was months ago, um, whether I believed in fake it till you make it. Okay. And the answer, the, it's a hard, hard yes. You have to fake it till you make it. Because the truth of the matter is when you're first starting out, um, especially when you're trying to like get these high ticket products sold, right? When you're first starting out, um, you probably don't have any clients. You don't have like the testimonials. You don't have the results. You, you you got your word that you can do these things, right? And well, where does your word come from? Well, I've studied a lot. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on the subject. I, I've dabbled in it a little bit. And I'm fairly certain if you've got the ad dollars to pull it off, you can do it, right? So like, that's how most people are starting out. You have to fake it. You have to pretend. I don't want to say pretend. You have to use what is, uh, it's, a, it's a legal term. It's called puffery. Okay. You have to, to puff yourself up a little bit in order to make people think that you're a little bit better than you are um, in order to get to the place where you are as good as you say you are. Okay. Right. Uh, Muhammad Ali. He used to say, I am the greatest. I am the greatest. And like, he was saying he was the greatest before he ever won a fight. So like, how, how could he possibly say he was the greatest if he'd never really won a fight before? It was confidence. You have to have that confidence. You, it's, you have to kind of like believe that you can and are capable of being able to work and help that client do what you say you are in order to get those high dollar sales, okay? Now, once you have the high dollar sales and once you have a several of them, okay? Once you've made, you know, you get 10 clients at $5,000 each, that's $50,000. If you can say you made $50,000 doing this one thing, you can then sell a $37 program showing people how you made $50,000 getting clients doing this thing. And then you, you like have an ebook, you have a couple of videos, some trainings, you guide them through exactly what you did in order to get that. And that's how you can move down to the, the small dollar things. Now I will, um, Admit, I probably <laughs> shouldn't have done it this way in the gamerpreneur space because I, um, I thought I had the testimonials I needed. I thought I had the credentials I needed in order to sell the small dollar ticket, uh, small ticket items into the gaming space. And I kind of get the feeling, um, even still, I wasn't quite trusted because my my testimonials weren't in the gaming space. I'm like, oh come on, that's oh that drives me crazy when people are like. But have you ever done piano repair though? Have you ever helped that kind of business? Like, what does that matter? That doesn't matter, Jack. Like it's all business, it's all sales, it's all marketing. It's the same stuff. It's maybe you have to tweak things a little bit, but like you're using the same ad systems everybody else is. 
God, I hate people who are like, well, have you ever done it in my industry? Ugh. It's like, that's something you'll run into yourself. Okay. Like, have you ever helped someone who played this game? Like, no, but like I've helped somebody play these other five games and that game is just a clone of this one. So what does it matter? Anyway, you need a plan. Organization is the enemy of sloth. Okay. Like, um, this, I, I've, these, these systems, I draw the, these systems out all the time. Um, this is, I, I depends on the particular goal you're going for this one. Um, I'm focusing more on a messenger bot strategy than an email strategy. So uh, for an email strategy, I have different pictures for this, but um, I, I do everything on paper. That way I can like, um, there's um, psychological reasons why I do it on paper. First of all, uh, you, when you use your hand to write out with like a pen or a pencil, you actually use more muscles than if you type. Um, so um, that allows you to like, it goes in deeper. You understand the strategy better just by having handwritten it as opposed to typing it. But I handwrite everything out just to be able to like see it in structure. Um, I actually have whiteboards all over my house. I, I think I've done a, a training or a, a live of some type where I had my whiteboard in the background. But I've got one that's like on wheels. I got a five by eight whiteboard. I got like little whiteboards. I got whiteboards everywhere. I handwrite so much because being able to like move things around and, and feel them and, and touch them, like it's just, it's better for creativity in my personal opinion, but ever teach their own. Um, what do I, you know, focus on high ticket. That's where I'm just gonna come back to that. Focus on high ticket, because if you don't have a strategy, if you don't have a plan, you're not gonna make any sales anyway. Okay. So at the very least, if you, if you're just like winging it the whole way, try to wing it on the higher end, you'll make more money. Okay. If you have a strategy, I would still tell you to go higher end because higher end makes you more money, which allows you to do more advertising, which allows you to make more money, which then allows you to hire other people to do all the work for you. And once you have people hired and you know doing the graphic design, doing the editing, doing the web design, doing the whatever it is that you need, okay, for your particular business, maybe you're doing weight loss, so they can go find the recipes that you're going to use in your cookbook that you're giving out every single week or something, right? That you're able to have other people take all those burdens off of your shoulders and you're able to build a real business. You do not have a real business until you, you start to focus on managing the activities. That, how is it phrased? Um, you want to be able to be a manager that is focused on coordinating the activities of your business. Okay. So that is um, the, that is how you get past the first growth stage of a business, okay? There's like five growth stages in a business. The first one requires you to actually have leadership. So the issue, the main issue of that type of business where it's just you, you decided to start, you're kind of doing this as a hobby like I've kind of been doing. Um, the first step is to get through your crisis of leadership and that requires you to be more like a manager. You actually have to treat it like a business. You have to coordinate the activities of your business. You can't just wing it. You have to be very organized. And so that's what I'm doing here. And each of these like points on my whiteboard or my uh, clipboard here, I, I flesh out even further before I actually even like build out the websites or build out my chat bots here. I'm actually going to go in and I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking about my customers. Who are my customers? What issues do they have? Because if you don't know what problem you're solving for your customer, you're never going to be able to sell them. Like that's the main trick of sales is they have to have a problem that you're solving. If you just have a thing and you don't know how it actually helps people, you're not going to sell anything. It's just the long and the short of it. So focus on the problem of your customer, whoever that customer is. And like, if we're like in the gaming space, I'm, I, I don't want to pull too back too much, 
too far back from like the streaming world, right? Because one of my target uh, markets is mid-tier streamers. So I'm, I'm, I want to focus on um, streamers who have a, a decently large following, have a decent number of subscribers, but they feel like it's a full-time job because it is. Like, how can they start coordinating their activities to be able to like get some of that burden off of them, to be able to streamline what they're doing, make more money at it? Um, so what I'm going to, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about into the future will apply to all streamers, but not necessarily everybody. Cause the truth is you have to spend money. You have to spend advertising dollars if you want to really grow. And so I have to figure out what are their main issues. One of the main issues I see is people just don't want to spend the advertising dollars. So how do I get people past that? Um, that, that requires me to figure out what the issues are when they don't spend the advertising dollars. So if you don't spend advertising dollars, here's the three things that'll happen to you. Okay, well, with my training, you'll understand how to one, two, three, and you know, it'll require you to pay ads, but you'll have these three results, okay? So that's where I'm gonna be going. Um, you'll, I'll probably like show off what I'm working on over the next several weeks. Um, I'll maybe even like go through my website with you all as I'm building it out. Um, I actually started building a little bit today, just kind of figuring out the template and the format of how it's going to be, but I'm not like filling in any of the copy yet because like, I really do need to like focus on my customer. And that's, that's my next couple of days is focusing on my customers, what issues I'm solving for them. And then how can I speak to them at the level that they need to understand to realize that I have something that they need. Okay, so that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, remind you all, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.